Welcome back to Midnight at the Movies. Alright, so tonight I'll be talking about the movie Hellfest, which was released in 2018, directed by Gregory Plotkin. And the synopsis says, A masked serial killer turns a horror-themed amusement park into his own personal playground terrorizing a group of friends while the rest of the patrons believe it is all a part of the show. I also want to note that this will contain spoilers, so you've been warned. But with that being said, let's jump into it. Matt? Oh my god, you're here? What? It's Halloween. I got us VIP passes to help us. What is that? It's a traveling horror night. Has horror mazes in it. <laughs> you will totally lose it in there. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, right? <laughs> Why are we signing a waiver? Nobody knows what's gonna happen in there. A couple years ago, some girl got totally gutted. Killer left her body in the park for three days. They thought she was a freaking prop. Some people are just evil. They walk amongst. Okay, so I th- I could have sworn this movie came out last year in 2019, but I guess not. But whatever the case is, I did see it when it came out in theaters, which apparently was in 2018. I guess my memory is just not what it used to be, I guess. So I remembered liking aspects of it, but overall not thinking it was that great of a movie. But Amazon was having a Blu-ray sale for this movie specifically where it was only $5 to buy it. And I went ahead and bought it. Do I regret buying it? Not really, but I'll get into that. I would first like to start by saying the concept, the idea of this movie was really cool, you know? These college-age people, whatever you want to call them, they go to this horror-themed, Halloween-themed amusement park for Halloween where they are shortly stalked by this guy wearing a specific type of mask, and they keep running into him, and one of the girls swears that he's following them and messing with them specifically, and that it's the same guy. For a little bit, no one really believes her, or if they do, they think that it's just a part of the theme park and that that guy is just doing a good job at his job by creeping them out. But our main character, Natalie, does not think that that's the case. She thinks something's up with this dude. So that's kind of the gist of the whole movie. I'm not going to go through every detail, but let me say, the acting, I I really don't know if it was the acting that was bad. Or if it was the writing. But these characters, I wanted all of them to die so much. Except for maybe the main character, Natalie, and her little crush, Gavin. But everyone else was just so fucking annoying. Especially that short, mohawk, dyed-tipped, haired girl, whoever the hell she was. You know what I'm talking about. The character who is obviously a lesbian. Nothing wrong with being a lesbian. But of course, she's trying so hard to hide the fact that she's a lesbian that she almost 
overcompensates by being very sexual towards the men in this film. And look, maybe she's not a lesbian. I don't know why I'm getting so hung up on this. But regardless of her sexual orientation, she was annoying as fuck. She was like a little kid who's had way too much sugar bouncing off the walls. And I have to say, the other characters weren't much better. The dialogue in this movie was absolutely horrible. I was about 30 minutes in, and I almost shut it off. But the reason I didn't is because I wanted to kind of see how the rest of the movie played out. It had been long enough where I couldn't exactly remember how the kills took place. And I'll give it, I'll give it one piece of credit. They don't spend long outside of Hellfest before they jump right into it. Thank God. So we don't have to endure all this crappy dialogue outside of the park for long. It still sucks once they're inside the park also. But the atmosphere of the park was done so well. And that's honestly my favorite part of the movie. That... It almost excuses the crappy dialogue and the writing. But, I mean, come on. You've got to have a decent story. And it was just not there. Now, I don't know. Maybe if the characters were somewhat more relaxed and not as annoying, the plot would have worked a lot better. I am not completely sure. But they definitely nailed the atmosphere. But you can definitely tell that's where all their money went. They did not hire the writers who they needed to pull this off. So we've got the main character, Natalie, her crush, Gavin. We've got the black girl, can't remember her name. We've got the possibly lesbian, Mohawk chick, annoying as fuck girl. Her quote-unquote boyfriend, the Asian dude who we may as well call Nipples because his nipples were hard as a motherfucking rock for this entire movie, somehow even showing through his thick-ass sweatshirt hoodie that he was wearing. And I think that's it. Thank God. So, I'm going to go through the kills now. Because I don't know what else to talk about. So, like I said, these are spoilers. So, yeah. So, the first guy to get picked off is, of course, Gavin. The one character who I could actually bear. Like, he's the one character who... I didn't mind if he stayed alive. But of course, they kill him first. He's stayed behind because he wanted to try to get Natalie a teddy bear that he could not win at the ring toss game because he sucks at it, even though those games are rigged anyway. He tries to bribe the guy to just, you know, give him a teddy bear for cash. The dude won't do it. He goes into the employee's locker room, finds a storage shelf cabinet thing where they keep all the stuffed animals grabs one turns around boom the guy's right there dude knocks him down pokes him in the neck he's crawling away and his head lines up perfectly on that strong man hammer lever thing carnival game whatever it's called lining it up perfectly for the serial killer to whack him and it was bloody even though we only got to see it for a couple seconds. But I enjoyed it. And like I kind of hinted at, the kills are the most enjoyable part of this movie. So although I didn't want Gavin to really die first, the kill was actually kind of cool. All the kills were kind of cool. So let's move on to the second kill, 
which is hard nipples. So hard nipples somehow get separated from uh, James Franco looking dude. I think I forgot to mention him earlier. He's the guy who's dating the black girl. Not James Franco. Dave Franco looking motherfucker. So hard nipples get separated from Dave Franco. And he runs into the killer. Who pushes him down. Is kind of choking him. And then he takes a syringe. And bam right in the eye socket. And we get to see every bit of it. And then he jams it into it. And the, the dude's like still shaking and quivering a little bit. Which is what I like to see. I don't like it when horror movies have the killer like stab somebody. And then they immediately drop dead motionless on the floor. Like that's not how it would really go down. Like come on. So even though we don't get a lot of convulsing. We at least get enough to where it's not a total cop out I guess you could say. Not cop-out, but, you know, we get a little bit of realism in there, I guess. Then next up, the possibly lesbian chick decides to join the stage performance as a volunteer where she's on a guillotine that fakes getting her head chopped off, then the curtain closes, and then the killer's behind the curtain, straps her down tight, and decides he's actually going to cut her head off with the guillotine. But it's dull, so it only goes... A little bit into her neck giving her enough time to escape which is pretty much where the last kills of the movie take place you know she's running away after escaping the guillotine he chases after her catches up with her stabs her dave franco walks over like hey what's going on stabs him they're both dead everyone around them i guess finally realizes like Hey, this is some hardcore shit that's going on here. We should all run away. So everyone's going crazy in the park. Those were very unsatisfying deaths. Now that I'm talking about it, there's really only two major kills in this whole movie. We got Gavin and then Hard Nipples. Because Lesbian Chick and Dave Franco die very unceremoniously. And then the main chick and the black chick run away. Somehow they think they're going into an exit, but they're really just obviously entering into the entrance of a haunted house where the killer follows them and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nothing too, too exciting. I mean, it was okay, but long story short, they stab him, but he escapes. The cops come in and the movie's over. But not before showing us the killer pulling into his driveway in a normal suburban home, putting his mask up in his garage in a locked cabinet, along with photos from the photo booth that he stole from the main chick and Gavin when they were doing a photo booth. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to sit here and explain every detail of this whole damn movie. Then the killer walks into the house. He's staring menacingly, even though we don't see his face, at this little girl. But it makes you think with the music that he might actually be about to kill this little girl. She wakes up and she's like, Daddy! And then, you know, asks if he got her anything. He got her a little stuffed animal. Movie's over. We don't know who the killer is, but we do know that he's a father. Yeah, that's the big twist of this movie. Not that there has to be a twist, but... I don't know, am I 
supposed to feel even more creeped out just because he turns out to be a father? I mean, lots of people who are fucked up have kids. So it didn't really do it for me. That last part, at least. But like I said, what saves this movie and what makes it somewhat bearable is the atmosphere, the music, and the actual Hellfest event itself. I mean, if you've ever been to Six Flags during Fright Night or whatever it's called out there during the Halloween season, that's pretty much what Hellfest is, just times 10 on another level. I would love to go. I know there are places that are similar to Hellfest. And man, I need to get my ass out there. So yeah, overall, I would honestly say I wish there were a lot more kills in there. There really were only two good ones. You've got Gavin and then Hard Nipples, as I mentioned earlier. But for five bucks, I'd say it's worth it. I'm not over here trying to promote that you buy it. I don't know if it seems like that or not. I'm not. But for five bucks, it was okay. It was cheaper than what I paid in the theater. So, yeah. But that's going to wrap up my review of Hellfest. So thank you, as always, for listening. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.